Um, so we were due to have Heather Antos on next, who unfortunately had to pull out due to a last-minute work situation. Um, but our good friend... I believe he's your good friend too. I don't know actually. I've just said our good friend, and yeah, I'm not Stephen, sure. Yeah, Steve, Steve Lacey, Lacey is going to be joining cast. us from the yes, from the Fantastic Cast. And um, I did an episode of that recently, and I'm very intrigued to find out how it went down with his uh, his listeners because I talked a whole mess of nonsense, and um, yeah. So <laughs> I've just got to find him on Skype, but I don't seem to be able to. Because half of my contacts have disappeared. There they are. They're back now. It's fine. I know what I'm doing, guys. I know how to podcast. It's fine. Where's... There is. There he is. Right. So it's going to be two in the morning for him at the moment because he lives in the... Somewhere. Oh, no, I've forgotten where. Hey. Steve Lacey. He lives in like Europe, France. some Europey place. It's not France. France, Germany, Belgium, Austria, Switzerland. Could be France. Switzerland. Could oh no, it might not be Switzerland. I don't know, but he lives somewhere that's not here, and it's an area in our future. All right, so, could uh, could the timing be out for him then? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think he knows that it was two in the morning for him. So, <laughs> um, that's supposed to say matey, not eighty, because. Uh, or oh, he's asleep. He could have just nodded off. Yeah, let's be honest. We're all tempted. <laughs> we are. We'll give him another five minutes and then we'll do, we'll, we'll do the call out and see who's about. Mm-hmm. So for the next five minutes, Barry. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Sorry? What do you want to talk about? Um, about how you wish my voice would come back properly. <laughs> my voice? That's what I wish. My, I wish I could rock the voice I've currently got all the time and not when I've been talking for like 16 hours because <laughs> you know, I have to say that Dave dude he's, I wish I could I wish I had a voice like that he's, he's got like, a, he's got a voice, voice that could kind of shatter concrete it's just so like, is he the Drax guy? he's the Drax guy yeah. and the Gorilla Grod guy yeah <laughs> right. he's yeah, Legends and Flash yeah. Legends of Tomorrow yeah what's all? So Star Clancy did Brain did the actual voice, didn't he? No, no, Cla- Cla- Clancy Brain did not the one that's not God, I think. But he was the character who got possessed by God, wasn't he? Maybe. Yes, because he, yeah, because he was um, he was the he was the general in it, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Is that... I thought he carried on doing the voice. I know he doesn't dare because he's dead. Is he? Clancy Brain dead? Is Clancy Brain dead? I don't... I don't think he I is. I don't think he is. I hope not. I'd be gutted if he's dead. Oh, my God. Oh, no. We were about to break through his heart. <laughs> yeah. on it. <laughs> Please donate to the British Heart Foundation to fix Barry's broken heart. <laughs> oh, no, he can't be. He's awesome. No, he was in something the other day. And he does, the, he does one of the voices in um, Star Wars um, Rebels. Oh, oh no, he's not. He's, oh. uh, he's not dead. Oh, there you go. I don't know. Somebody with the surname Clancy, maybe. I'm afraid he's SpongeBob, isn't he? I don't know. Mr. Krabs. Is he? Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. Anyway, shut up, Rich, because Steve's here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give Steve. Oh, okay. Yes, Rich has got to be our official tester mm. because Mike's in bed. And my phone. Yes, Rich has got to be our. Don't get messages. From <laughs> Hello. What? <laughs> It's a bit hard to know if you're calling me or not. Well, the only way I can hear it is through me. 
<laughs> He's got you there. Shut up. Yes, and may I join you all in a hearty chorus of fuck you, Skype. I, I have not had to sign in yes, Skype, so I, I use Skype regularly to record my podcast. I have not had to sign in for nearly four years. Tonight, it decides, oh, you need to verify yourself, enter your password. What password? I haven't entered the password in four years. So two in the morning is the perfect time to try and remember passwords and then come up with a password you've not used before for a service you've been using for 15 years. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely love it. I want to ask what password you came up with now, but... I'm, I'm tired enough. I need to come out with this. <laughs> Hilarity would ensue. <laughs> Anyway, hello everyone. I, I am not Heather. <laughs> no, you are. I mean, you could try and do an impression of Heather if you felt I, like that was something you could do. So inclined. Yeah, yeah I, I, I feel like, like given so who she is and uh, especially the way that her public career has gone in the last three to four years, it would be a really bad idea. Yeah, quite possibly. I I didn't realise that Heather was Antos is um was the around all the controversy to do with um oh, the milkshake. The milkshake. I didn't realise. Yeah. What an absolute fucking oh, and people need to just, people really do need to chill the fuck out, don't they? Look at women enjoying themselves. I think you'll find as long as women publicly show themselves, enjoy themselves, the internet will disagree. <laughs> Yes. Yes, it definitely will. Oh, dear. Uh, we should probably introduce Steve. Well, I, think, I don't know. I'll introduce, yeah, introduce yourself, Steve. <laughs> yeah. It's an 16 hours of podcast. I'd like to hear who you think I am. Good point. Um, yeah. uh, this um, is Steve Lacey. He's a man. <laughs> This is Stephen Lacey, who's a podcaster who does the Fantastic Cast, who uh, they go through issues of the Fantastic Four, and sometimes they get guests on to talk about uh, the issue. Oh, nice. And really get into what they're talking about. That's actually you. <laughs> Nailed it. 69. Pretty much. Sure yes. going strong. <laughs> oh. I'm not, I might be sick. Off mic, off mic. <laughs> Please don't be sick. <laughs> I definitely can't deal with that. <laughs> How much would people donate to not hear Barry Buff? <laughs> I'm not going to be sick. It was, that was a, it was it was a comedy aside that was. Oh, social media Mike quickly becomes uh, puke cleaning Mike. Is he? Is that he becomes clean up Mike. He's gone to bloody bed. The absolute chump. Okay. No, well, he's got, <laughs> he. Uh, we managed to rope in the delightful George Beedham this time round, and he's been. Uh, he's had the Twitter duties palmed off onto him while Mike has a nap. Um, but Mike will be returning at three a.m. for Mike's big fat pop culture quiz. You made it sound like Bond. <laughs> Mike will return in. <laughs> I was trying to make podcast was forever. I was trying to make it sound dramatic. Like <laughs> people coming back to it. Oh yeah. <laughs> So I feel like I should clear up one thing. I, I, I'm not based in Switzerland. <laughs> I'm 
I am in Ghent. Um, oh no, okay, where are you? Which I've probably mispronounced. Uh, you, you proper English people know it as Ghent uh, in uh, Belgium, the north of Belgium. Mm. Ah, there you go. I knew it was some yeah. sort of uh, not Britain time. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like Kent. Yeah, I mean, that well-known bit of Kent that is an hour ahead of the rest of the UK. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, no, 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 I've been here for about six months and hence the time difference. Um, so I, I was having a nap and then I, I came and I, I turned the podcast back on. And in my belief, I was like, that sounds an awful lot like Gorilla Grodd. What's going on there? That guy's voice is very deep. And then I checked who it was and went, oh! Yeah. Yeah. I got some proper famous people involved, and I was pretty surprised actually. <laughs> I did that thing where I sent some emails out, and then went, "Oh!" When I actually got replies, yeah, I'll come. What? <laughs> Will you? Have you heard my show? <laughs> Do you know how shit it is? Steve, I've got to ask. Uh, how's uh, how's my? Uh, uh, well, I'm afraid it's doing? no longer current. Uh, we're a weekly podcast, so uh, the new one hit last night, morning, Nuston, whenever it was. Uh, but it, it seems to seems to have hit very well. Uh, we, we, we've not had that. Uh, the last time we were on the show a couple of years ago, we did 24 hours release, we had four different people email us going, oh my God, Stacey's back. And I'm assuming that uh, they, uh, they, they've they all died since then. Uh, I've had none of that instant gratification, but you, you are an incredibly popular guest host to have. <laughs> Um, they, they love you and your word undercrackers. Oh, <laughs> I always feel like when I come on the <laughs> show, I get very overexcited and vulgar. Like if we I don't even like the Fantastic Four. <laughs> That's the thing is, I don't even like them, but I'm like, yeah. I'm like, also, excuse me, I think the final was having a dingy fresh vagina, according to the notes that I have here. usually what happens. Because <laughs> all the notes are... Oh, yeah. Wow. As, as, have you heard the minty fresh vagina story? No. I, no, I, no, I haven't. <laughs> I, uh, <gasps> I feel, oh, my God, we've what? hit the target. We hit the target? Oh, what an absolute star, if it was. David Sobolov has just donated £156 to the thing. So we so we have we, just crossed we, a thousand pounds. So we have now officially <laughs> hit hit our target. Woo! Can I get a high five? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm nervous. I'm room for a cab. <laughs> fuck off. We, we can, yeah. I mean no the opposite of fuck yeah. off. <laughs> Gonna get a mic and drop it, bitches. I'm out. <laughs> no, um, no, it's it's absolutely uh, that's crap. it's phenomenal. And big thank if he's still listening. Uh, thank you so much. Big thanks to David. Big thanks to you know. Obviously, David's put a huge contribution, which has put us over. But make no mistake, it's every single person that has taken the time to donate, which has made us hit the target. So thank you all for for taking the time to do that. Um, stars. Yes, you're Shiny all. all fabulous people now i'm scared because i'm like oh no like what 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 total are we actually gonna hit and am i gonna cry at the end of the show 
You probably will cry at the end of the show anyway. I know, but if it's like over like a certain amount, I might literally just like ball. Like well, don't don't a, don't weep. Don't say what the amount is. <laughs> now we're just we're, we're now we're just going because like we're we're now gonna up we're gonna mm-hmm. up our game now because we've hit our target. That's not we're just gonna up our game. Don't say up our game because that implies that the actual conversation part will be better. It um, is. <laughs> it is. Well, that's that's what's implied in the up in your game bit. Steve just lists sitting there going like... <laughs> I'm just thinking, I promise now not to fall asleep before three o'clock. No, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> no, but one yeah, amazing distraction. Congratulations yes. We did that. that. Uh, I guess uh, to, to those listening, they should really head over to justgiving.com slash fundraising slash Live 3 and see how far they can push us further. Yeah, yes. push us to the limit. I to don't know what max. song that is, but I keep thinking it, and I only know that first line. Push us to the limit. Is it a limit you John? It sounds I like... I can't get any further in the song. It's because it's a made-up song. It's not a made-up song. <laughs> <laughs> I think, what if I... Oh, Shazam Hey, what song goes? Push it to the limit and see if it answers. There is no song. <laughs> I wonder if Rich knows. He'll get that part of the conversation in a couple of minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's, he's listening in on Mixer, so he'll see us in a couple of days. <laughs> um, what what were we talking about? Oh yeah, my minty fresh vagina. That's what it was. All right. Yeah, it's not as bad of a story as I feel like you're thinking it is. All it was, all it was, was that I went to a music festival, and I went into a portaloo because that's what they have at music festivals. Yes. I hate them so much. I hate them. I hate them. They're not made for fat people. <laughs> That's, that's number one about Portaloos. Um, okay. But I went in there and foolishly forgot to check the toilet roll situation before I sat down and started doing my business. Um, and there was none, of course. And the only thing I had on me at the time was mentholated tissues. And I didn't know whether that would affect my downstairs or region uh, at all. But I took a, ch- I took a chance because uh, what else could I do? Um and it, it was a bit tingly, but it was always... Well, wasn't as bad as those in the 4,000 individual uh, mint leaves in the shampoo? Because <laughs> I've heard stories about that. That's not good. Rich thinks it's a song from Scarface, but I don't feel like it's from that. I somehow feel if that, if it sounds I like that, Scarface, Scarface, I feel where, like it would have um, Tony Montana <laughs> used some uh, minty toilet wipes. <laughs> Will goes, push it to the... Yeah. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Unless it was in that climactic scene where he's gunning down loads of people at the end of the film. <laughs> push it to the limit. No, I feel like it was like in a montage of... Uh, Sports. It feels know. like it like should... it's like a working out montage yeah. or something. It feels it like it was clearly an assorted like, group know, of underdogs pulling together to achieve some kind of large physical task over a period of time, like say redecorating a house for a friend or a, a much loved teacher or something like that. <laughs> That's quite specific. <laughs> it's very specific. Rich, you looked like you were going to say something. I yeah. think he's putting a song on to try and figure out if it's that. Oh. <laughs> this is it, yeah? That's from Scarface. This is from is Scarface. <laughs> What's the next line? 
And to be fair, he probably doesn't care either. Because <laughs> I, I know cared. I don't. I 100% care. All right. What Sorry. do you want to talk about, Barry? Because we're in it to win it. I love it. I think if we'd, if we'd really thought that through, we probably would have come up with that. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of things that run with it. So, anyway. Any, anywho. All right, Steve. <laughs> what? Um, I, I thought one thing I could... Really sorry. Yeah, sorry, Steve. Well, Steve, I want to you, talk about Infinity War because I saw it today. But I don't want to talk about the film itself because that's spoilers and that will fuck people off. But For you... Um, this will tie into what happened when I saw Black Panther, which is in Belgium, they have intermissions. And that was a real surprise. Oh. Because it... It, it, it's not really a spoiler to say that they go to Wakanda at some point during Infinity War. Um, but well, the way they played it was they, they reached the point where it's like, and oh, now the story's going to move here. And they give us like three seconds of establishing shots, that nice big uh, Panther statue. And everyone's like, hey, Wakanda. And then it just goes black. And then the countdown starts in the bottom of the screen. I was like, what? It's like, we get that you're doing an intermission. <laughs> But considering we had three-minute presentation from the CEO at the start of the film about how good the projection system was, could you not press pause a little quicker? They actually had to rewind the film uh, to let it go. But, um, yeah, we, we have intermissions here, and that, that scared the crap out of me the first time I saw it. And then this time, it was just to the point where my bladder went, Hi, I'm here, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, Belgium. <laughs> I did that thing in Infinity War. I, I, I was only going to say one more word, which was cinemas. Ah, I I was going to say that I did the thing in Infinity War where mm-hmm. I started needing a wee about forty minutes from the end, and I felt like that was not a good time to go. So I didn't, but then I made the mistake of not going to pee during the credits and coming back for the post-credit sequence, and I just sat through like fifteen minutes of credits. See, what you yeah. need is a buddy yeah. system. If you're running to the loo, the buddy texts you when the song credits comes up because you've got about a minute to make it back. As long as you can get back by the time the special thanks have gone, uh, you'll you'll be okay. Um, talking of the special thanks, I was looking at those because I. <laughs> I do like reading the random bits towards the end of the credits, and they said, thanks to the producers of Arrested Development for you, the use of one of their characters. I was like, they go, what? What? It was, yeah, apparently they, they had to credit what? the producers of Arrested Development for use of one of their characters. And I'm like, is this, this the one played by the sex abuser or by the guy who doesn't understand what sex abuse is? Uh, what is this? Yeah. So that, that's me going for a rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, kind of glad I don't watch Arrested Development now. <laughs> I didn't like I it that much. I think I'm sort of anyway. right in the middle of you guys and Mike, which is, eh, it was fine, but nothing special. It's a good thing. If you go to Wikipedia, you can see all the character stuff they cut out of the film. Sorry, I, I sorry, I, I've got sorry. I, sorry, I zoned out for a minute. It was what, all right. Did you just say what? What did you say about Infinity War? It was all right. Mm-hmm. 
Yay, babe. Thanks for coming on, Steve. <laughs> Much appreciated. Who we got up next? <laughs> <laughs> but you see, this is this is the thing I said. Uh, I'm talking about Infinity War without spoiling anything. But this is the thing that I said when we, we did two reviews of it. One was um, spoiler-free. Another one was spoiler-full. Um and I said to Dave, the great thing about going to see it when we saw it, which we saw it last Tuesday, was the fact that actually we saw it before everyone started to form opinions on it. Mm-hmm. Because inevitably, with a film like this, opinions then start to get polarised. Yeah. And then, you know, you get the inevitable clashes and what, 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 what. So... What's great is because I've because I saw it when I saw it, my opinion is now kind of solidified in my mind. So if someone hasn't enjoyed it, that's fine. But I, I, I find sometimes if I've seen a film and then like the next day I start talking to people and everyone's like, I didn't like it, didn't like it. A, I find like I'm I'm trying to defend it. I can't just go, um, well, that's fine. That's your opinion. I, I then start trying to defend it. Whereas if a couple of days have passed, I'm kind of like, well, that's your opinion. That's cool. But I, yeah. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. You know? There was no question on that. It was just. A, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't really care what other people think of it. No. I get no, a bit upset really. when my friends don't like it, especially if we've seen it together. Because then when I come out, like, bouncing off the walls, like, what about this and what about that? And they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I wanted to talk to you about it. But, like, otherwise, I don't... Like, I don't... The only time I get rolled up is when people act like their opinion is law. Yes. I know I adored this movie. I can 100% see why some people might not have liked certain bits. There are bits even that I thought, some choices that I was like, meh. Uh, But, like, it's when people are like, one way or the other, and if if you don't agree with me, you're 100% wrong because X, Y, and Z of this movie. And I'm like, well... But it's subjective though, because like, like movies, art, and art is subjective. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's literally no way you can tell me that a film is a terrible film if I enjoyed it. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I think the thing is, yes, you, you you can you know play the play the numbers game, and you can say like overwhelmingly people liked that film, and you could say because people mm. overwhelmingly liked that film, it is a good film. But mm. at the same time, you can say yeah, but that still doesn't negate my opinion. Yeah. I'm not trying to change anyone else's opinion. I'm just saying, for me, whatever film we're talking about, you know, I didn't enjoy that film, or I did. But as in the fact that every other person in the world thinks completely the opposite, well, tough. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I think the, the, best exa- the best example is... Um, to move away from Infinity War because I'm aware that I've been drinking so I, I want to be and really it's been, careful. We have been 16 hours and 20 yeah. minutes without spoiling. That's so, a good going. <laughs> um, so let's go to Last Jedi. I know even that's a little, still a little bit whatever. It's a bit new. It's a bit new. But, you know, we're not going to spoil but it, when you look at that film, when that film initially came out and you saw the critic reviews, everyone was raving about it. Then it went out on general release and literally it was like the poster where you've got the lightsaber, you've got Luke, and you've got um, whatever the other guy's name is. I've got his name now. High high waist dude. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren, him. Um, high waist dude. It's literally split down the middle, and there was no middle ground. It was mm. kind of like, if you liked the film, but you, and you said you liked it, and someone hated the film, they were like, on your back straight away. 
And it was like, well, you're wrong. But I really enjoyed the film. Well, you're wrong. Well, you're, you're this, you're that or the other, you know. And if you hated the film, then on the other side, people are on your back going, well, you're sexist, you're racist, you're this, that and the other, you yeah. know. And that's where I struggled with it because it's kind of like, you're entitled to not like the film. You know, and a lot of a lot of the comments that people now I, I enjoyed the Last Jedi, but a lot of people, a lot of the comments people were saying, I'm like, I can see where you're coming from. Didn't bother me, but I can see where you're coming from. But I saw people making reasonable arguments about why they didn't enjoy the film, and they were getting roasted. Mm. You know, you you literally, if they'd been in the village, they would have been like pitchforks, and they would have got strung up or burnt at the stake. It, <laughs> it was it was like that, and but you know. In the same vein, it was like that on the other side of things. You, you, someone couldn't unreservedly enjoy it without having some hidden agenda. Mm. You know, you couldn't just go, I really enjoyed that movie. Oh, well, you obviously, you know, you're obviously uh, an SJW or you're this or you're that. And, and it was, yeah, it's, it was quite painful to kind of see it all explode mm. on Twitter. And again, like we said earlier, I was. it made me really, really glad that all the classic films that I saw as a kid and a teenager existed without mm -hmm. social media i mean uh so, I, I can empathize with that hugely because uh oh solid yes um i genuinely had enjoyed uh all the films that dc had put out since they started pushing in their current direction i enjoyed a lot of them before as well but um you know i will never attempt to defend it as a good film but i genuinely enjoyed batman superman I had a great time watching Justice League in the cinemas. And if Amazon would ever find my sodding delivery, I could watch it again. Sorry, I'm letting some stuff out there. But it's been a week and a half. It's got my Hamilton piano soundtrack. I didn't just drop three grand on the piano so I could not play Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, fair point. I share your pain. Well, I don't because I can't play piano, but you know what I mean. I was going to say, well, well, I don't because I, I can't play piano. If I didn't live in a block, track, so. <laughs> people, it's not two in the morning. I might attempt to share that pain with you by going, by the way, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, my, my, like, uh, I know my reaction of sitting in the cinema and watching just to sleep. I had a much stronger in the moment oh hell yeah reaction to seeing my characters on screen than I did in Infinity War because the characters I care about I've had between three and five films and the big moments they gave were the characters that I don't care about. Sorry, Sebastian Stan, but you're bland as hell and I just don't understand why the soldiers still around. Shush! <laughs> <laughs> two, two films in a row he's popped up in the post race scene. And I've uh, not recognised him. That can, was a talk I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> Google afterwards. Oh, he's a winter soldier. Right. Well done. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Stephen, I'm now going to say something which is going to illustrate my entire point about oh, spoilers. Oh, what? I haven't seen Black Panther. I was really careful about that reveal when I told that story right. earlier. I haven't seen Black, I haven't seen Black Panther, <laughs> so I didn't know what the post credit scene is. I, I I now have an inkling of what the post credit scene is. So I'm not I'm not angry about it because post credit scenes don't really bother me. But I'm just using that to illustrate a point that I feel you know we have to be careful when we talk about films and, and make assumptions that people have seen stuff, even even films that are relatively, you know, because Black Panther is. 
people would assume that's a while ago, but for me, obviously, I haven't seen it yet. Mm. So for me, I don't know, and I don't know anything about it. I've had no spoilers until that <coughs> ten seconds. Uh, I, I it wasn't a clanger. Come no, on. it wasn't. Uh, well, that's why I was trying to get a word in before because you were in a yeah. bit of a roll, and I, 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 I didn't you know what. I didn't tell I, you about that. I need to get. In, I need to get in front of this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um... <laughs> I tell you what, if he does, that's fine. Come to Switzerland and find me. <laughs> Look, mate, I'll do a Kickstarter for it. Don't you worry. <laughs> I he said he was in Switzerland. Didn't he? Oh, he's in Gwent, isn't he? Well, yeah, I'm up for that. A literal yeah, from the kicking. Yeah, this, this is literally... A, a literal Kickstarter. Yeah, what? Well, if you do that, I'll <laughs> A literal Kickstarter. I'd like to go to this country and give this guy a kicking. All I need is this money for... <laughs> 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 Why would you do that? <laughs> uh, um, but uh, yeah, again, it's, it's that thing, isn't it? You know, it, we're all entitled to opinions. The times I generally, the times I, he won't be listening, so I can say it. The times I generally struggle is if Dave and I have a vastly different opinion on the film. Mm-hmm. Um, because most of the time, we tend to agree on the big stuff. And by the big stuff, I mean like your Marvel, your Star Wars films, stuff like that. We do tend to agree. It's not often that we have a major disagreement on stuff. We may have, you know, some things didn't work in different ways for us, but it's very rare we have a major disagreement on something. Um, so he's probably the only person that I would kind of get into it a bit if if it was a film that I really enjoyed and he didn't, and vice versa, if it was a big film. But you're right, I'm a bit like Stace. If other than that... You know, it's my opinion. My opinion is just as valid as anyone else's. But in the same way, doing a podcast, I think sometimes it's the danger of doing a podcast is you get a little bit carried away with your own hype. I don't know, you know, and it's it's something that I, I often have to say when we do a review where I always go, but this is just our opinion. Yeah, I'm the same because I don't want people to think that I think my opinion is way important, more important than anyone else's. Because, as I just said, I don't think anybody anybody's opinion but your own really matters <laughs> about about pop culture, about other things. You know, where they can actually affect your life. <laughs> like, that's a different story. But like, yeah, with like movies and TV and stuff, like. Like I say, it's nice if your friends like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's nice if they hate the same thing because you can have a good old rant. Yeah. And I love a good old rant. Um, but, yeah, it's it's funny because like, a lot of people seem to think I do a podcast because I think my opinions are important and I'm some sort of like big badass reviewer who knows what she's talking about. But actually, I, I mostly podcast because I fucking love talking. And I just I just love talking about things I'm passionate about with yeah. people who are equal, equally... Oh, God, I can't get my words equally out Equally passionate. Equally passionate yeah. about those things. Yeah, and I'm the same. And, and I think I like listening to podcasts and reviews and stuff because I like listening to other people's opinions, especially when they put them in a particular way, whether it's a insightful way or a really humorous way um i like listening to that but at the end of the day even if it's a someone who's vastly disagreeing with me if they're doing it in the inst- i'm listening because it's entertaining it's the banter and i like that and it makes me laugh mm-hmm. but i it, i still come away going but i still really enjoyed that film 
end of really. Mm. Um, there might be some. I think there's always room for a little bit of movement, depending on what and how much you've either enjoyed or hated a film. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I always I always use the example with that one of the Dark Knight Rises because I remember coming out of that movie, literally bouncing off the walls. It's fucking amazing. It's one of the best films I've ever seen. Fucking bang. And then I heard like so many negative things about it from friends and the press and like all sorts. That when it came around to like watching it a second time on the telly, I was like, oh no, this movie is actually shit. <laughs> I was just so excited before. Like it's just the instant he he broke Batman's back that I was like, ah, it's the comics. Yeah. Um, and I kind of got a bit blinkered, and uh, now I'm sad that I bothered watching it a second time because uh, I wish I'd just remembered it as that movie that but, I thought was amazing. But this is, a, I think, it's the, the problem that where we, you know, the, the where we are in terms of films and games and, and TV shows is, you know, years before you go and see a film, and um, you would see it once. Mm. And it would be something ridiculous, like six years before it would come out on video. Um, and then forget TV. TV would be like a ridiculous amount of time. And normally it was it was cut and edited and you'd lost the sort of heart of it. Um, whereas now, it's... Before you've even seen the film, you've mm-hmm. seen half of it via trailers and, and TV spots and stuff. Then the film comes out, you can rewatch it as many times as you want. People go and see the same film like four or five times in the cinema... I mean, people did that before, but again, it was harder. Um, you've only got to wait three months and it's out on DVD. DVD means you can jump to your favourite scene anytime you want, rewatch it as much time as you want. Then it all goes into YouTube. You can rewatch it as much time as you want and comment on it and stuff like that. So it's... it's very, You don't get that same sort of going to the cinema, watching, oh, being wowed by it, and then almost having to take away the memory of that. Mm. Because now you can try and recapture that by watching it on DVD endless times. And I really enjoyed um, Dark Knight Rises first time. I'm a bit like you. I kind of really enjoyed it. And then the more I see of comments and I re-watch... I, I, I don't know how I came up with that. Just bit. enjoy it. <laughs> like, the, the second time it came on, I was like... like it's not going anywhere, it's like... so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and after all this time, I still can't do a Bane voice. It just I can, in my head, and I open my mouth, and I'm just like, oh no, no, whatever that was, it was not a Bane voice. Um, but I, I, I had a similar thing with the film Superman Returns, which I remember seeing in the cinema in 2006 and going, this is amazing. Around the John Williams music, there was a great plane crash, there was so much iconography in there. This is great. And I got it on DVD several years later, and by the end of the film, I was ready to smash furniture. I was so disappointed with how the film that I'd watched had been so dissonant from the memory that I had. And then a rewatch happened a few years later, and I'd reached the point of peace where there are bits in that film that I love, that I think are superb, and that plane crash bit is still one of the top five action sequences in a superhero movie. But there are also bits of it that are just dire, slow, terrible, and most of them involve Cyclops. James Marsden. I think I'm at the same yeah. yeah. I think I'm at the same stage of that movie. That took me a while because I'm tired. Um <laughs> I'm at the same stage with that movie because I actually think I think Peter Spellos mentioned earlier that it's it's a bit of a 
disservice to Brandon Ray. Oh, yeah. Because he was actually quite a good Superman, I think. Yeah. Um, I very much enjoyed watching him. And like and like you say, the action sequences are actually like genuinely good, especially that, that plane crash scene. But all the rest, like mm. the whole of the rest and, of the um, movie is pretty dour. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's not, it's not enjoyable to, it's not even so And there was all this talk about, oh yeah, it's basically, yeah. it's picking up after Superman 2, you don't need to think about 3 and 4. And I thought, great, I've seen Superman 2. That's actually the whole film going, why doesn't Lois recognise Clark as Superman? Why, why, why isn't this happening? And I got out and I read the synopsis of Superman 2 and went, oh, there was a super kiss, she forgot everything. Because I had the bit where she re- realised Clark and Superman so burned into my head and I'd forgotten the crap bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> where, where Superman snogged her and she, she went all wobbly in the knees and then forgot everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, this idea, I, I love what you're saying, Barry, about just the way that you can go and see a film and go and see it again with things like the Sinner World cards and stuff. It doesn't cost you anything extra to go and see a film five times if you really enjoyed it. But you lose that kind of almost um, uh, nostalgia isn't quite the right word, but the way that you see a film and bits of it burn into your brain, you don't get the chance to relive that for several years and these these bits of it become mythologised in your own uh, psyche as to what they were, rather than you've seen it so many times that you you know the exact composition of the frame and how often they cut and things like that. Um, it, it is a little bit of a shame to a certain extent. Mm. See, I think the, the best part of my, not my day, but is if when I'm channel surfing, every sort of... Anyone who knows me knows that my favourite film series is the Indiana Jones film series. And, um, well, my favourite film is Razor Lost Art. Let's start with that. So, um, every so often, I'll be channel surfing. And every so often, BBC will do, mm. they'll show uh, an Indiana Jones film like every weekend, every so often. And I'll be surfing channels and suddenly Razor Lost Ark will be on. And I've caught it right near the beginning. And the great thing about catching any film like that that you might like is you have no choice but to sit and watch that film as it's supposed to be. You can't skip forward, you can't pause. We can pause, but you know you can't skip mm. forward and stuff like that. You have to kind of watch the film as it should be. And they're the times where I end up sitting and watching the whole film and going, that I've forgotten how good that film is. And I've got Raiders on DVD, and I, I a handful of times I've put that on. Um because I kind of liked it. I like to just catch it when it comes on and because it, it makes me watch it. Um, mm. And then they always show the other films like the next weekend, the next weekend. And, you know, it, I, I much prefer it that way because it's very rare. Like I've watched any of the, the films that I love, like end to end. I tend to skip to the really? scenes. Yeah. That's so weird for me because I would never do that. Yeah. I, I would literally never even think of doing that. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because of my, maybe my shocking memory. I need all of the movie. <laughs> I have a crazy memory for the films that I watch. Yeah, um, mine is not good. But I think because I have moments in films where they kind of inspire me or they affect mm. me. So depending on my mood, I might go. I've really reluctant right now. I feel really down. I need some bit of majesty. So I'll go and watch like 
Yo, they're levitating oh. coming out of the swamp from like Empire Strikes Back. That, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I did that on YouTube. Um, mood that, I mean, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. For um, me, it's, 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 it's Wonder Woman rising mentioned. out from the trench and that first third yeah. of that long uh, sequence in the middle of the film. I uh, just need that hit. But then the last weekend, I watched that whole yeah. movie from end to end for the first time in ages. And suddenly that moment had me in tears again. Even though I knew exactly what was going to happen, the context within the film just added so much to it but yeah I, I, I do love going and just finding those bits uh, but yeah. I, that experience of watching on the telly I hadn't really thought about because I don't really have telly I have DVDs and Netflix and stuff so I'm in control but at Christmas Oliver was on and I caught it just after Food Glorious Food you know please sir can I have some more and watched and watched and watched until dinner was ready so I missed like the last half hour mm. which is good because Nancy didn't die then um but I hadn't sat and watched Oliver in probably 20 years. And it was just fantastic to sort of re-experience it, my memories of it, my memories of performing yeah. it at school, and what the film is. It was just fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I might have gone another 20 years without seeing it because I wouldn't have chosen to buy the DVD, have it on the shelf, to pull it off the shelf and watch it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's like the other day, so here's an example. The other day I met up with Dave in London and um, mm. he said to me, uh, so we've both got Amazon Prime and um, he'd watched The Towering Inferno. The Towering Inferno popped up on Amazon Prime as like a free, you know, a film to watch for free or whatever. And Dave had put it on and he watched all of it like in, in that evening and kind of ran, you've got to, you've got to rewatch it. It's great. It's great. And because um, we talked about it so much, I got home, stuck it on, and watched Towering Inferno. It's a two and a half hour movie, you know, and it's an old movie. Um, and watched it end to end. And I tell you what, as a disaster movie, that 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 shit holds up. Yeah. Well, I don't think I've ever seen it. What the Towering Inferno? Yeah. You should watch it. It's awesome. I probably should. There's a lot of things I should watch. <laughs> put, put it on the list. <laughs> Push it to the limit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was me just trying to psych myself up because I'm getting into a slump again. <sighs> Come on, B, we can do this. <laughs> I'm a monster. I think it might be in there. Oh. Let me. I'm gonna. Right, really quickly. Now we can talk about what. So. Now we can talk about what we really think of Stacey. Yeah, what are you laughing about? Wait, no, I can. Let's take a She said she'd taken them off. That was oh, me. She's still she got me in a mate. trap. Well, what I really think of her, she's a lovely. <laughs> Night Rich. Night Rich. Night Rich. <laughs> Rich looks like he may actually be a zombie, so the zombie apocalypse may be about to start in our house. <laughs> To, yeah, to be honest, as he just pointed out, he has drunk several kegs of beer. Yeah, today. fair play. So. <laughs> right, Stace has now officially taken off her headphones. <laughs> okay, we're yeah, quarter to two. Okay. Quarter to three so for now, me. We're now quarter you to catch two. up. Yeah. Uh, Pardon me. There you go, I've got one just... Right, okay. You need to catch up, you're right. And we will do in in about an hour. I'll be asleep, mate. I don't know what time it is. This is, yeah. Yeah, we've got a plan. Ten o'clock silence. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. (laughs) Is it? 
Is it general monster or is it special flavoured monster? And do we need to do a Twitter competition to guess what flavour it is? <laughs> it's a... Uh... <laughs> oh well, I mean we could because we do have. Uh, although the, uh, the next prize pack that I've got um, has turtles. Really oh yeah, well, it, yeah. So yeah save it for when the two turtle power pod guys are on. If Cranny's feeling better, <laughs> which I, which I hope he is. Um, but we do have another prize pack. Uh, we have two actually, so we could do one if people want to try and guess what disgusting. I mean, if it is the plain one, I still don't know what flavour that is. <laughs> See, what you could win is... Uh, no, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure any of them have an actual flavour because they're all called yeah, things you, like... No, you can get different flavoured ones. Yeah, but they're not called a flavour. They're not just like called Monster Cherry, are they? They're yeah, like... they are. I'm sure, that, I'm sure a lot of them are like Monster Quantum. Utterly Bonkers and you're like, what the hell flavour is Bonkers? Yeah. <sighs> That's not the flavour we're drinking on. Good lord, that's disgusting. It's not. If it, if it keeps me <laughs> That's what I'm working on. Wow, that's, that's, that's not good. Oh, dear. It's probably because it's, ca- it's calorie... Oh, that's why. It's because it's calorie free. What's that about? Wait, don't oh, like eight spoons of sugar in it right now. That's why. How can that be... That's the best thing about, like, Monster. Oh, it has a shit ton of caffeine as well. Is oh, no, this quick, is going to ruin Quick, quick, guys, we need more donations <laughs> just in case. Sip it, sip it. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> no, to be fair, uh, my, luckily my heart condition is, is one that is very easily deal-withable in the sense that I just wait for it to go back to normal. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's fine. Um, oh, my voice is going. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh Christ! It's all going a bit belly up. Uh, fair play. I, oh. I now I now have to do a, an apology. Oh no! To George, because what George has said is the irony of of geeks, and which geeks I did, complaining that you spoiled Black Panther for them when they discussed large portions of Spider-Man Homecoming met. Mere hours ago would be more delicious if I'd seen Spider beforehand. Oh no! Calvin <laughs> doesn't normally hit that quickly. Oh, George, I'm so sorry. Ouch. Oh Dude. no. No, it normally it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, to be fair, I mean, yeah. I did think because Spider Man Home uh, was that. Fair, I, I thought Black Panther was three so, months ago. Know, and I'm not saying that. I'm not defending yeah, my, you know, I'm apologising. <laughs> With uh, apologies, I apologise, Barry. Yes. To be fair, it, looking at that, I, I've made a much bigger fuck up than you have. Yeah, what so. we need to do is start sprinkling in fake spoilers yeah. so no one knows what's real or fake, so it doesn't matter anymore. But this is, well, <laughs> this is difficulty, isn't it? We've, we've. <laughs> you. That's you. a difficulty with. Uh, when you do a, when you do your podcast and you're about to talk about something, Sorry. you can sort of go. Well, we're about to spoil something. Yeah, you know, switch off now type thing. You, you can't do um, that when it's live. But you, but this is yeah, I think this is the problem when you're doing it live is you can't, you can't do that. Yeah. And obviously because George is the social media guy, <laughs> he definitely can't. He turn definitely off. can't turn off. <laughs> so um, I almost wish I'd asked him for a list of films now that we can't talk about. And I would have ordered down not to spoil it. So yeah, so apologies to George. Anyone else? Oh, you, who's not you didn't Spider-Man spoil the um, that we we've, we've the spoiled. opening of the door, did you? Did we say anything 
bad about that. Oh. We did? Oh, no, we did. There was a big hey, one. Yeah, we did. I, I was, oh, no. I was spoiled the heck out of it. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, we did I was not the hugest fan of that film. Mostly because it's a film that's all about power and responsibility. There's a quote. Anyway, but that moment, the entire cinema just went, whoa. Like, real appreciation for the craft of the storytelling that you couldn't have seen that coming. But that's all I'm saying about it, because otherwise I'll repeat the same thing. But it was it was nice to have an audience really respect the power of the storytelling there. Yes. Yeah. It really was. I, I mean, I, I, I do think... To, see, it, sound, it sounds like I'm trying to get out of it, but I do think that even having said it, doesn't really like if you watch it. I'm not doing it as good a. It's not a. You're trying to say it's not going to ruin it that much, but it will. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I just actually no. I do disagree with that. I think it will. You know, obviously it's going to sully it because you've you want to go in completely blind and stuff like that. But there's stuff that I know I could say, not about Spider Man, but there's stuff that I could say about Infinity War, which actually. Yeah. Uh, would spoil it yeah. like properly spoil it like properly you j- I, I can't really describe it you know whereas there's this there's other films where actually you could sort of talk about plot stuff that happens in it and it is a spoiler but it's not a i suppose what i mean is it's like it's not a twist mm. do you know what i mean which the whole film kind of hinges on in the same way like when you tell, when you say to, if I talk to you about, say, Unbreakable, I'm not going to say the truth. <laughs> I talk to you about Unbreakable. But George might, yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I don't know. George might not have seen it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, but you know, if if I started to tell you about some of the scenes in Unbreakable, that would spoil those scenes, which is granted, and you know, but if I told you something major that I know which happens in Unbreakable, that would colour your experience of the entire film as opposed to those particular sequences. Mm. Is that what I mean? That's what I mean. I'm enjoying you squirming, I've got to admit. <laughs> yeah. Shit, hey, you know. I'm sure I'm sure out there somewhere. Well, this is the thing though, isn't it? I think um how long how long do we leave a film before we are okay to talk yeah. about it? Oh, this is a conversation I've had a lot of the time and I don't think there's ever a good answer. No, because, you know, is there going to be someone out there who we've now talked about, you know, Empire Strikes Back and Darth Vader who's gone like, I didn't know that. (laughs) I did think the irony of uh, of Peter Spellos just dropping that absolute clangor when we were talking about not spoiling things. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, that's a really old film, so what are you going to do? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> no, 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 it's it's okay. Um, George, George has come back and he said, um, it's okay. He blames he blames himself for leaving the DVD unwatched for this long. Oh, if you've got the DVD, that's on yeah. there, right? Yeah, because I've never undone <laughs> the no, track on my DVD of Inglorious Bastards. Uh, yeah, that's on me. The, 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 the Nazis to lose, and, and you know what? And that's, as I said earlier, I yeah, as I said earlier, I, oh, I how had did you get your spoils completely spoiled for me, but I was spoiled by the so Skinner. Many, so, 
it was. I'm not. I'm. I'm generally not going to say what the spoiler is. Now, my mine was in a. <laughs> mine was in. It was in a magazine. I think I was reading. Um, and it said I can't even say what it was because that's the. It was. A, it was a list, and just from the title of the list, you were like, "Oh, okay." Um, and but because this was so long after the film came out, I couldn't even be angry about it because I'm like, Do you know what. It, it was something yeah. stupid like 10 years later I finally watched it I'm like how can I be angry about the fact that someone <laughs> spoiled it for me I've had 10 years to watch that film that's on me do you know what I mean whereas if it's a film that's come out you know even you know if, if it's a film that's come out like 6 months or whatever that's it's getting into a bit of a grey area but for something like Infinity War yeah, which came and, and you had access to it before most people would have had access as well. <laughs> I think people would be well within uh, their rights. It, 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 exactly, yeah, and you know, and that's the thing that annoys me is we went, we had access before most people, but and yet a lot of the the sites that were there came out and it did articles mm. which completely spoiled it just from the title of. The, the, the title thing bothers me because yeah. if if you click on, click on an article that clearly says oh, this is about Infinity War subtitle there's going to be spoilers and you continue to read that you can't be cross if there's spoilers mm. but if you're just scrolling around Twitter or something and you see like blah 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 spoiler mm. and that's just the whole tweet yeah like fuck you website that's all I've got to say the worst that. spoilers that I see now is when is when they go um guess who spoiler in whatever the film is so obviously they're saying someone's died yeah. right and then they put then they put a picture in the tweet <laughs> yeah. and it's like I'm fairly I'm fairly sure well, this, this is where I gotta give um, shout outs to Dennis Geef who every single Infinity War article has had the same two images at the top of the article, mm. which is the poster, and then definitely the spoiler squirrel, because uh, the first two images get called into all their social media stuff and nothing else does. So as part of spoiler protection, every article you see on Twitter has had a squirrel attached to it yeah. uh, to make sure, and, and it's, it's been really clear, there are spoilers in this, and the headline is, here is a discussion of a spoiler, not here's, here's a really coy hint about, oh, but we won't say who it is, which is just crap. And the other, if you're looking for a, a reputable site to yeah. go and get your news and stuff from, you can't do worse than that. You, you can't, sorry, you can't do much better than Den of Geek. You can do a lot worse than Den of Geek, but you can't do much better. Uh, contractual reasons, I believe, uh, I point out there the merely the second best uh, yeah. website in, based in the UK by British people with the word geek in the title. Right, Barry? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you didn't see was the nice wink I did down the microphone at you. It's a good save. Um, but I'm just no, splitting. But- yeah, but no, I mean, I completely agree. I think they've been fantastic d- this week. Now, I've seen I've seen all the stuff they they've done this week on Infinity War, and actually, one of the things they did do, which we copied in, and I sort of copied them in on it, which was uh, they said they weren't gonna they, just to they didn't want to ch- take the risk of spoiling it for anyone. So what they did was they said they were they weren't gonna put out their spoiler mm-hmm. field review until yeah um, the Friday. When it was actually out on general release, um, so I I did the same thing with our um, 
uh, spoiler podcast episode, our non-spoiler one had already gone out, and I, I stand by that. That that was a non-spoiler because we we generally we didn't mention anything about plot because we couldn't. Um, whereas obviously the spoiler one, we were really able to sort of go to town with it. Um, but that is kind of like I think with a podcast as well, it's easier because you literally go, "This is the, this is the spoiler review. It's a podcast." So literally. That is literally on you. If you click on it, you know what's going to happen. Whereas I think sometimes with an article, it's harder to police that in the same way, especially mm-hmm. depending on how you've done your tweets to kind of promote it. Um, but yeah, the, the tweet thing really, the tweet thing really annoys me. That does. It's hard to skip it, isn't it? Because people are just yeah. like, "Don't go on the internet." Then, and I'm like, "No." That or you get the people who that works, like yeah. That's insane, mm. so I can't... Well, you get the people who, and uh, unfortunately now works for DC as a promotional type of person, but I had a run-in with a noted um, YouTuber, comics YouTuber a few years ago when he was uh, writing a tweet about a recent big comic that had come out. Uh, it might have been for Evil or something. He just went, and what about that moment in this comic when, spoiler, and then said, well, the spoiler was like, what, you can't just drop it easy. Well, I put spoiler. It's like, yeah, because everyone reads exactly one word at a time and then retroactively applies context to that word. That's not how reading goes. You're drawn to various bits. And uh, we got into a proper argument about it, and then he decided that, uh, well, then he blocked me, and then he started working for DC. But that's Joe Wynn, Jason Newman. What a twat. I really don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we've... We hit, oh, this, this has been well worth <laughs> saying that for. Um, <laughs> it's a maximum for spoiler rage, so I've stopped myself from libeling someone. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad you've enjoyed it. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Um, thank you for joining us at such short notice because we did literally text Steve this morning. I woke up just after you started. Help! Help! Um, So, oh, hello, there's a burp on the Sorry, I've done a bit. Uh, no, this has been great. And uh, yeah, I, I got up just as you were starting. I was like, oh God, how do I respond to this? Like, you can't be checking your text messages when you're podcasting. But yeah, this, this has been great fun. And it's always great to chat with the both of you. Um, I just apologise to everyone listening who tuned in and missed, missed the uh, don't think so earlier on that uh, I am not Heather Antos. And we hope yeah, everything's ground with Heather. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was. It was just a work thing. Unfortunately, right. it was a very last minute um, tournament she had to cover. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of a tournament. Sounds exciting. It does sound exciting. <laughs> but it was one of those things that you know it's when your boss games. throws you something and goes, "You've got to do that this weekend," and I'm not taking no for an answer. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, "Ooh." <laughs> She's covering the Hunger Games. She's covering the Hunger Games. Maybe I'll see ah, the irony because she gets hospitality. Everyone her favour, indeed. On that note. Bye. Um, goodbye. <laughs> Loves you both. Good luck for the next eight hours, seven it's hours, six hours. Long it's, I don't know. And wake Mike up. Me neither. Seven. 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 <laughs> We've got a working day left. <laughs> Bye. Oh God. Bye, Steve. <laughs> I, 
I, I like the way she always kind of like, yeah, but you always manage to like bring it back just in case. It's like seven hours. That's a whole working day. I wish. Why do I keep saying these things? Like, I wish I just wouldn't say them. You know, when I say things like, oh, we've got nine hours left and stuff. Just shut up, Stacey. Shut up, Just Stacey. shut the F up. And, uh. Lee Grice, Lee Grice, he's Hello. a guy who talks and stuff. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 Can you... Hello. Oh, fucking hell. Hello. Can, can you hear me? Is this Hello. working? Is this thing on? <laughs> oh, yes. can hear... Oh, okay. Thankful for that. We can indeed hear you. How are you holding up? Obviously, we we are holding up. Um, uh, yeah, we're holding up. Okay, I'd, I was going to say well. That'd be a lie. Well would be a lie. Yeah. Well would be a lie. We, I was uh, my opening well, gamble was going to be about how yeah. tired I am, I mean, and I thought that that won't really, gonna, really work. <laughs> with you, I'm so tired. I, I, yeah, I only uh, had managed to get like an hour now, and, and you know. So but yeah, I'll shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's 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 great. That's great. <laughs> I uh, I don't know if you heard, but I literally just ended the previous call talking about how we've still got a working day. Yeah, you don't want to be thinking about that. You've been thinking about hey, we're on the hump of it. You know, we're the, the end in sight. It's it's the midnight hour. No fuckers listening. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're nearly there. Yeah. Home stretch. Yeah. Hey, now we've got a whole <laughs> well seven six now because so I'm on. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love all seven of them. Good point. There's some there's some dedicated people. There's some people that I've their names have been always been there. Yeah. Some dedicated listeners. So <laughs> yeah. thanks and I'm sorry. All dedicated listeners. All people with no yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thin line. <laughs> Yes. In, e- yeah. in either case, I'm, I'm really sorry. So uh, I'm going to do that thing that Barry hates, where oh, I call a person and then go sorry. piss immediately. <laughs> this one, I'm, I'm going to try and not take that personally. Wow. You know, Grice is on. I'm going to go first. Wow. I, I wouldn't because she's done that. She's done that to loads. Of, no, she's done it to loads of people. So I, I you know. She always does it at the beginning. The minute someone comes on, she's like, right, I'm off to the toilet. It's like, the excitement, off, I think, is what it is. It's great. You know? Or she just wants to get over that awkward... It is. So, so um... Yeah, she'll, well, yeah, she'll come back down and we'll kind of... Yeah, she's like, oh, she just give it five minutes before you go in there. She'll say, like, you know, just, just keep being, Yeah. Yeah, I don't even. I I personally don't even think she's gone to the toilet. I think she's just she, she's just there up there like stretching and doing lunges and stuff, down. and 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 texting people and tweeting. That's all she's doing. Just just killing some time. Yep. Yeah, just she's on like a random. Not- yeah, not too bad. Um, so, uh, I'm, so I'm Bill. I've got do? shingles. So that's. You know, interesting. I'm from my sick bed, 
But um, oh, but yes, but that's <laughs> I can't. To be honest, um, wow, it's not that bad. I'm doing okay with it. It's because uh, obviously shingles is a pretty serious thing, right? And it's very painful, okay. and it can be, you know, to certain people, yeah. you know, it can be quite deadly. I'm having a breeze of it, to be honest. I'm just a bit itchy. That's that's mm-hmm. it. So either, although I'm, I'm still in the first week, and it can last up to like about four weeks. So right. either I'm having a really mild case, or I'm in for a really shit time okay. next week, you know? So that... Uh, so, so I don't want to be too glib about it, but so far, so good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, and it's just a bit itchy. But, um, yeah, I was going to say. But yeah, so that was that's a funny one. So there's your little, you know, your little medical okay. note is that I got these little. I ironically, I thought they were like bites because they they came on um, when I when it, when we had that little two days of heat last week. You know, we had the two sunny days, and I thought, oh, fucking hell, you know. Two days of sunshine, and I've got bites yeah. already, and and they just yeah, didn't yeah, go yeah. away, you know, for days and days and days. And I thought, well, this is weird, and they're getting bigger and redder and stuff. So I thought, oh, maybe I should just take myself up to the pharmacist and just see what they say, you know, just go, can you, you know, recommend something to put on these bites that will maybe take them down? They're a yeah. bit itchy and sore. And uh, funny enough, I saw my mom, and she just says, do you think perhaps? It might be shingles. And I thought, no, shingles is horrible. You know, shingles. I'll be, I'll be in pain and all this sort of stuff. And then um, on Tuesday morning, I just had so suddenly had a few more pop up on my shoulder. These little, like little bites. And I thought either it is shingles or I've got like fleas <laughs> or something. And I wasn't sure which I'd prefer. You know, I thought, well, I wish I would rather be lazy or, or just you know, with shingle. So, yeah, I just I just took my ass off to uh, the uh, the pharmacist. And God bless him. You just go in and just say, is there a pharmacist free for a quick consult? And they go, yeah. So you just go in the room. And I just think, one question, is there shingles? And he looked at me, yeah, get yourself to the doctors and, you know, get yourself on some antivirals as soon as possible. So, yeah, I did. And uh, yeah, and it's yeah, and it's okay so far. It's I haven't I haven't really been suffering that bad. Hello. 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 You've gone. Easy. Right, guys, hopefully you can hear us again, uh, she says optimistically <laughs> um, I'm not going to call Lee until we've had confirmation from somebody that they can hear us again 
nothing yet. So if uh, if you could let us know, people out in the real world. Oh, someone's typing. <laughs> whether or not you can hear us someone's anymore. Someone's typing, which is probably a good sign. Unless that's you typing. Do you know what's really bad, though? Is that's my fucking podcasting mic, so the one that broke. Oh, we're back. So, guys, just to let you know, my microphone just died. Uh, um, it's getting real because we're getting near the well, we're not getting near the end at all. We've still got six hours to go. But I know, it's, and it's this is. Real. I mean, this is we're at a point now where this microphone is the last one we have that will work with our computer. So, yeah, if fingers this, crossed, everyone. Right, yeah. let's call Lee back. <laughs> Hello, dear. Hello. For God's sake. <laughs> Hello. Oh my God. Microphone. Our, micro- microphone's, our microphone's working. It's the speaker. We can't hear Lee. But what's weird is the Mixler link still hasn't changed. Oh, you can. You can so hear you us. can hear us. But why can't we hear you then? Because the, the, we're still doing the playback. The Mixler audio link is on Mixler and it is on, yeah, it's on here. Okay, so people on Mixler can't hear Lee either. Oh, right. <coughs> um, so I 100% don't know what to do now. Um, I am at a loss. So, okay, so, uh, what are we doing? So, so the, oh, 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 hello? Uh, so, Mixlar, <laughs> sorry, Mixlar, uh, the mic is correct, isn't it? Yeah, but I can't set, if I set... What's going to be the worst here is if I change our settings to to hear Lee, Mixler still won't hear Lee, I don't think. Let me try. I can't deal with this. See, if I just set this to... Lee, can you hear us still? Right, do you know what? We still can't hear Lee, so it's not our headphones or our speakers. So now I genuinely don't know what's happening. Um, I'm not very good with tech. Oh, hello. Hello, hello. 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 Can you hear me now? Yes. What did you do, you fucking fanny? (laughs) (laughs) I I literally just unplugged my headphones. You twat. So now, no, no, that's that's what fixed it. So I I guess my my headphones, the speaker, the mic on my headphones must not be working. Oh, so I'm now talking to you on the laptop mic. Oh, oh. I mean, very loud. You don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on with technology today. But literally, I was just saying to Barry when I when my mic broke. Literally, everything that could go wrong today with tech has gone wrong. So um, all the anxiety I was having in the past few weeks and all the anxiety nightmares actually feel pretty valid right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so I guess that was. I guess that's got to. It's got to be my my headphone uh, mic then. Yeah. Must have just packed in. Well, it's weird that both yours and mine would pack in at exactly the same fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I don't, yeah, world, I honestly don't know. Yeah. In the shit. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fucking just me. This isn't it, really. It's. I'm jinxed. I'm blaming you. Is he? Yeah, he's He is very loud. I've just had to turn my headphones down a bit, so I'm hoping that George will let us know if he's very loud at the other end, and I need to readjust the settings again or not. Really? I'm I'm, I'm sitting like about two feet away from the really? from the laptop. That is a good yeah. fucking microphone. No, it, it, <laughs> yeah, but you're really quiet, so I'm kind of I'm caught between leaning closer to hear you and. Uh, let's see if I can just turn turn the volume up a tad. You be the volume, man. Yeah, see? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's okay. louder. So dude. let me just turn Lee down. That's me too. <laughs> oh, no, that's too much. I do. We're in my life. There we go. Yeah. That sounds better to me, so hopefully that's... Uh, I am so I really I just really want to apologise to all the listeners and and the guests and stuff for today because this has fine. been it's it been stressful. Fine. It is fine. <laughs> Don't worry. I just want it to go properly. Yeah, well that's you know. <laughs> but now people people will look back on it and never go like that was legend because you had to go through all of that. It's been like the zillion trials of Babylon or something that sounds epic and biblical. Like <laughs> yeah, it's. Just, See, and now George has just said that's more like it. People better be fucking donating to this. I'm not even trying. <laughs> <laughs> see, it's just see, this could just go down in history like the like the uh, the Samantha Fox uh, Brit Awards ceremony. You know, it'll no? just go there. You go. It'll be it'll be famous. Yeah, it'll be Plus, famous. You know, fuck them. They're not paying it for yeah. it. So you're not like, <laughs> oh, you're not dear. charging. Also, as well, if we'd sat here like for twenty four hours and everything went smooth as silk, people would yeah. be like, oh, "What was that? How was it? That wasn't worth it, was it? How was that hard?" <laughs> I mean, it was still hard. It would still yeah, absolutely it would still be, be hard. hard. But literally, we've already, you know, we've already done one mixing deck, and we're now on our third mic. So you know, we're, we're now on our last mic. We're now on our last mic, and we've still got what six hours to go. Oh God! It's like a baptism of fire. This is. <laughs> Actually, it's not six hours. It's more than six hours. Boom. Yeah, it is. But it's, yeah, but that's it's good. It, yeah, call it six hours because it's shorter. Yeah, six hours. This is where we want to. <laughs> this is where we want to be, though, on the edge. See, this this is the point of doing it live, though. If it was easy, it wouldn't be worth doing, would it? Exactly. Well, yeah. There's no point doing like a five minute live broad, you know, podcast for charity because it's a piece of piss. <laughs> five minutes. Yeah. So, you know, the 24 hours thing is supposed to be hard. Yeah. It's supposed to be a trial. There's, there's we want to hear yourself. Yeah. There's it, not supposed to be extra challenges. It is. People, people <laughs> it's, 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 the, it's, the, it's the threat that it might not get done. That's what people are putting the money for. Yeah, it's but the, if it exactly, doesn't get yeah, done, you know. people will be like, oh, no, give me more money back. It won't get done because <laughs> worst, worst case scenario, I'll, we'll hook that other thing back up oh, God. somehow. I don't even know how it works. It's all right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll go. We'll, we'll wait for chat or something. For a cold He's too drunk to well, know yeah, how to point. set up anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's only, it was only two connections that went in. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. It will. Um, so, uh, Lee, what what comics are you reading at the moment? 
at the moment, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what it is. I'm really bad at the moment for reading current stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, about, about two years ago, I, I signed up on eBay, and that was probably the worst thing for my bank account ever because I'm literally just buying tons and tons of Marvel and DC stuff and, and indie stuff from the 80s. So what I'm reading at the minute is um, Mr. Monster by Michael Teal Gilbert, which was from uh, by uh, Eclipse and Dark Horse, I think it was, in the 80s. Oh, okay. It's like a, a, like a, a kind of tongue-in-cheek, kind of pre-Hellboy type thing. About, about you know a superhero crime fighter who fights monsters and vampires and so on. Um, so I've been reading that and I've been buying up. I've been I'm really into buying up old um, like the the DC like miniseries and limited series and stuff like that from the eighties. Um, like that around about the time of like Crisis on Infinite Earths that sort of period where Marvel was kind of uh, Marvel uh, DC was was. In the doldrums, it was flagging financially, so they were just like really experimental, which is obviously where Dark Knight and, and Watchmen came from, because they were just they were, they were handing these characters to to writers and just going do something <laughs> different with them. So you had all these miniseries and specials and, and and stuff like that where they were just experimenting with these characters, trying to refresh them all, and it was a really kind of vital period. Um, of, of comics history, so you had like, stuff like the um, you know, Camelot 3000 came out, and there was stuff uh, just about every character had their own little mini series that kind of um shook up the, the status quo for that character. So, the Sword of Atom, where they took the Atom, who was a shrinking superhero, and turned it you know, they they turned him into a barbarian type character. They they had him uh, in a plane crash in the middle of the Amazon jungle. Where he was, he, he fell in with like a, a tribe of like uh, two inch tall, like uh, primitive Conan type people, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you had like Shadow War of Hawkman, which was like a, a revitalization of the Hawkman character, where it turns out that his um, his home planet of Thanagar wanted to in, invade Earth and all this kind of stuff. So it's all kind of um, all that kind of stuff. So that's that's what I've been kind of really into uh for like the last two years really you're just going back um and just picking up stuff i missed at the time or filling in gaps and all that all that dreadful nerdy collector shit <laughs> all the geek stuff uh all that kind of stuff where i go oh i've got a complete set of uh, amethyst you know of gem world and all this kind of stuff so yeah so i'm i've been really really shit um <laughs> At reading current comics, just I'm so out of the fucking loop. It's <laughs> it's embarrassing, you know. I think the most recent thing I've read was um, Walking Dead, um, and I was about six months late reading that one. <laughs> but I've got I've got like a pile of because <laughs> sometimes you just go right, you know. Like I think it was uh, my birthday. It would have been my birthday last year, so June last year. I had a bunch of cash from my birthday. I'm like, right, I'm going out and go and buy a bunch of current graphic novels, you know, image and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, I went and put those, and they're still, they're still on my shelf. And I've, I've, I've got them, they go, right, I'm going to read those this week. And I said that about two months ago. <laughs> uh, and they're, they're still, they've just moved from one shelf to another shelf. They've moved <laughs> from the shelf in my bedroom to the coffee table in the living room. And they're just, they're just, <laughs> they're just sitting there. 
So I'm I'm really bad. I'm a really bad. I've become one of those old fart gigs who just, who accidentally just doesn't read anything new anymore. They just <laughs> read stuff from when they were sixteen that they never read at the time. So it's, I think it's, I, yeah. I think I'm getting there if I'm honest. Because uh, the other day, me and Rich were looking at my uh, digital to read pile, and it's mm. now gotten so unwieldy that I was like. Just fucking bin them all, mate. I'll start again somewhere else. <laughs> wow. Like, not bin them all, you know. But, like, I was looking at, um, for example, like the Marvel stuff, because there's like a billion books coming out from them at the moment. And I was like, do you mm. know what? Just lob anything that isn't Deadpool. <laughs> I'll, just, yeah. I'll start again at some point. I'll catch up later. Well, my, my thing is with, with uh, Comixology, um, every week they have some, I get a text from someone saying, like, Comixology are doing like Marvel event comics or something like that for like a quid. They they do like ridiculous You're gonna have to stop Ooh, stepping sorry. on my headphones, yeah. mate. They they do um they do like ridiculous <laughs> sales like every week. Mm. Um and you find it really difficult to like not buy because you sort of go two quid for like a whole trade of something. That's that's mm. a blinding deal. Yeah. But, but you they, know like, you're not gonna read just, it. Yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> I nearly uh, you know I nearly bought um it was the Infinity Gauntlet trade and that they yeah. were selling that as like I think it was one ninety nine or something like that and I actually had it in my basket and then I was like what am I doing A I've already read this and B I'm probably not going to read it because I've got a whole other pile of stuff to read yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. actually I was quite strong and sort of took it out um, but yeah it's, it's amazing they're able to do that it makes me wonder like how well they're doing mm. it, yeah, it's that kind of fear of missing a deal yeah, I yeah, get that yeah. really badly. Like, I'll, I'm, I'm really bad for like just mooching, just when I'm bored, just browsing like the comic section on eBay. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you'll see something that you haven't thought about ever, or you haven't, you know, considered some, some old comic you'd not thought of or heard of. And then it becomes vitally important that you get that immediately <laughs> because yeah. it just caught my fancy and, it, and it's cheap. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And yeah. you can see that there's one there that's there for a pound, and the next cheapest one is there for like ten quid. You think, oh well, I've got to get that one for a pound, yeah. Because if I miss that, <laughs> and I'm into reading that now, yeah. Uh, and of course, and of course, the problem with buying stuff online is by the time it comes through the post for you, you're into something else. Well, yeah. you've seen something else. Where so I, I need to, yeah, I need to kick myself up the arse. And whereas, of course, when you used to buy off the shelf, you go to the shop. See what made you excited on the shelf. Take that off, and then you'd read them immediately. Look at home, or you'd read them on the train on the way home, sort of thing. So you'd be excited about it. But now it's you're reading stuff that you're excited about a week ago, or you know, or several days ago. But that's oh, woe is me, my life. <laughs> it's <laughs> a tough gig. It's tough being a geek. But um, yeah, so it's it's, but it is. It's like trying to find the the. The time to, but yeah, but now the weather's getting better. I find I read better by natural sunlight, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting through a lot. Of, um, I'm reading a bunch now. I just need to just update my comics and start reading some stuff that's that's you know been been created in the last twelve months. <laughs> I was I was just going to say it's not, I'm not going to be able to uh, help you at all with <laughs> with recommendations for things that have come out recently because <laughs> I am so far behind. It is yeah. ludicrous. Um, the only thing I'm sort of... I think there's like three titles I'm up to date with, and that's Saga, uh, the TMNT, and Giant Days. 
And I think that yeah. might, and maybe Lumberjanes actually, that, but that yeah. might be it. Um, See, guess, I, I had the first book of Lumberjanes off uh, Jenny Newman for Christmas, not this Christmas, the previous Christmas. Yeah. And I've still not read that yet, and that's one <laughs> of the ones that's on my must-read soon pile because yeah. I feel like it's really insulting if somebody buys you a book and you don't <laughs> read it. Yeah. So after, like, every every day I look past and it stares at me and gives me the guilt going, you're a bad friend for not reading this. This was a gift. This was this essential of love and friendship. I, I have the exact same feeling about books that I've bought from people I know at conventions. Mm. Like um, there's a guy, uh, Corey Brotherson, who's an absolute yeah. dude. Uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful chap. And I bought a couple of books from him from Birmingham Comic Con, uh, I think it was two years ago when they had it at the cricket ground. Um, mm. And it was a really good con and I bought a few books there and I haven't touched a single one of them. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> this is your friend, Stacey, you absolute bitch. You should read this. <laughs> yeah. But there's always that slight fear when it's people you know that you don't like it and you don't know how to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I don't, to all my friends who are comic creators, I've never felt that at all, ever. I've, ne- I've never disliked anything you've ever done, ever. It's all been brilliant, honest, <laughs> truly. Uh, to the to my friends who are comic creators who I stopped talking to for some mysterious reasons, that's probably why I probably thought your comic was a bit shit and just couldn't figure out to tell you. So it just was easier just to break off the friendship. <laughs> you know? I love it. Just, just phase them out completely. <laughs> <laughs> just, just ghost them out. Yeah, because, because I thought they can't be badly drawn. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I never quite know how to deal with uh, with situations like that because I get it a lot with podcasts. In that, mm. like, especially now, because like it's really easy for anybody to podcast, which is great. I'm not saying that people shouldn't be allowed yeah. to because, like, again, like you know, it's all subjective. What what I might hate will be something other people adore. Um, but like sometimes when your mates are like, "Oh yeah, I've got this podcast. I want to listen to it," and then you listen to it and you're like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> yeah, it's it's that it's that that feeling of like when you when you had mates who used to recommend when at school. Your mates used to come and recommend music to you, and you could guarantee if they were coming to you excited about this amazing single they've bought, yeah. I could guarantee I'd think it was awful. <laughs> and and you just go, yeah, 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 and they go, isn't it brilliant? And you go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, yeah, it's and certainly it's, music. <laughs> <laughs> that's certainly some noises on on the disc. Uh, yeah, but it's funny. Um, on, on that note, going back to what you were saying like before about um, when you really like a movie and then you find you know you, you, then you, you go online and find out that everybody hates it. Yeah. Um, uh, like uh, I think somebody was talking about uh, Batman versus Superman and so like, which I loved. I thought it was fantastic, mm-hmm. and and then but it's just such a wave of hate for it. I'm going, well, I enjoyed it, you know. But it's uh, but I'm, I just feel so out of tune now. With the like the common sensibility that I, I feel like I have to apologize. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that. One. I thought that was really good. I really liked that. Or I, I didn't like that film, and everybody said it's amazing, you know. And I have to go, well, so I'm not doing it deliberately. I'm not one of these people who just has to say the opposite <laughs> to what 
the, the general consensus is just to be cool and interesting. It's not like that, honest. <laughs> you know, because I, I know because I've seen stuff before. I know what the reaction is. You know, like uh, the what was it the, the Cloverfield the space station Cloverfield thing that was on oh, Netflix. The- is that close paradox? To, I, I yeah. got to watch that first thing in the morning when it when it dropped because I was off. So I thought, oh, I'll watch that. Really enjoyed it. Went on Twitter going, oh, that was fantastic. And then all of a sudden it's like, this is a load of crap. <laughs> I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the only one who enjoyed that then. Evidently. No, you you were. I I I enjoyed it. I don't know how I feel about it still. I think I need to watch it again because I was uh, I was tired from the Super Bowl. I'd stayed up till mm. five. 4.30 in the morning watching the Super Bowl the day before. Okay. And then we put that on and I was like, oh no, science. <laughs> My brain just couldn't quite grasp it. Yeah. Um, there are some, like, I think the thing about that film for me was that the idea was brilliant, but there were some bits that I was just like, I don't know. Mm. But I don't want to say any more though, because I don't want to spoil it, because it's, again, it's not, it's came out this I, year, I, I so I feel I like that's recent. Guess. Because there's, there's there's a certain bit in it that feels like it's from another film altogether, and mm. and um, and but yeah, but I I just I just loved it and just rocked it, and I was I was thinking because there was there was another film out last year called Life, which was another alien on a space station type yeah. deal with was it Ryan Reynolds in that one? I don't and, know. And I got high hopes for that one. I thought that was awful. I was really disappointed by that one. And I remember watching the Cloverfield thing and going, well, that was what I was hoping that life was going to be like. That's you right. know, a bit straight. And then you go and see the reviews where people are saying exactly the opposite, going, well, that wasn't as good as that life. Life. Was <laughs> and you're just thinking, <laughs> somebody hit me on the head at some point. So I'm now, like, I've skipped a groove and I'm just doing the opposite. Of, I'm going the wrong way around the track. And... Uh, and just saying, that, you know, weirdly just doing the opposite of whatever everybody else is saying, you know? But, I, I, but it's not deliberate honest. I, you know, I know people who are like that and they're dicks, right? <laughs> who, who will wait and see what the consensus is, you know, and just go, oh, well, well I, think it's the, I think it's rubbish. Just because they can pretend to be cool and interesting and, you know, edgy. But mm. that's not me, honest. I'm, I'm not that clever. <laughs> I think, you know, I just have reactions to things, but um, but yeah. To be fair, but, I I um I I didn't mind Batman v Superman either. Uh, I no, I disliked it, but I don't think I disliked it as much as everyone else disliked it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think I, like, there were a lot of bits to like in it. I did. Um, if people want to go back and listen to episode fifty of the Parlour, which was me, Rich, and Duncan getting drunk, watching uh, Batman versus Superman, <laughs> and um, yes. we there was so much in that film that I liked. Wonder Woman was great. I actually quite liked Affleck's Batman. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked Alfred a lot more than I was expecting to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Really, for me, the only thing I didn't like was the actual plot and the guy yeah. who played Lex Luthor. Yeah. I feel like if that if that plot got tightened up and some of the bits that were chopped out got put back in because they actually make the story make some fucking sense. I don't know if you've seen some of the deleted scenes. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, I think he would have been great as Lex Luthor in a movie that was more like Batman 66. He is a pantomime yeah. ludicrous villain and yeah. he would have slid into something like that brilliantly. Yeah. But he yeah. was in a movie with a lot of people who were taking being a vigilante very seriously. Yeah. We've got to go and fight crime because the world needs us and whoosh, there's his cape. It was, and, um, it was almost like they kind of said to him, 
yeah, that's great. But can can you be a little bit more Joker? Mm. Yeah, you know, be a bit very. Yeah, as much as I love that film, I, I can't. You know, you, there's some st- stuff you just can't argue. You know, I go, well. <laughs> and you, you go, yeah, he did. He, he was just like like he was from a completely different film altogether, and yeah. you just you know, <clears throat> you just have to. I have to just watch it when I watch it now. I just go, okay, just pretend. Yeah, he's not Lex Luthor because he's clearly <laughs> not any Lex Luthor I recognise. Yeah, as a character, you know, you just go, okay, he's clearly Lex Luthor's. Cousin, who's also less, <laughs> or, or something like that, you know, because he's you know he's really not uh, within. And I like the, I like the actor as well. I've liked him. Yeah, really me stuff. too. And and you just think, yeah, there's just something that's just not working. Whatever choices they made there, just aren't working. You know. Yeah, but, it um, stuck out like a sore thumb to me. Like it felt mm-hmm. very like he was in a different movie, and yeah. I was like, I yeah. don't. I can't watch this. It's bad. I also think as well. I, I I think the problem that I had with it wasn't. I know people always talk about it like Superman and Superman and stuff, but like um, I would have preferred to have seen. I think it was too early to do that film. I mm. would have preferred to have seen a Man of Steel two. Yeah. Because it what, what what I think part of the problem is talking about the plot is that it feels like Man of Steel Man of Steel two. And then they suddenly tried to cram Batman on the end of it. Yeah, mm. also it felt to me like they were trying to put trailers in there for Justice League. Yeah. Like the little videos of other characters yeah. was a little bit pointless to the story. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and didn't need to really be there. Um, yeah. Except to go, Justice League is going to be yeah. a thing. <laughs> you yeah. know, you want to see I that thought, movie. Yeah, it's yeah, but yeah, that's the kind of stuff I kind of, particularly on repeat viewings, First, certainly the first time I saw it, I was like, well, that's a bit crowded. There's an awful lot going on in there, you know? Uh, and then, because I, I ended up seeing it about three times at the cinema, um, which was unusual for me even. Um, but, like, on repeat viewings, I, it all started to click together, and I thought, oh, I can, I can see, I, you know, it is, I can see how it's all put together now. It's a lot clearer, and, and the storytelling actually kind of works a lot better for me. I could see what they were doing with it. It is kind of a bit cramped but I was thinking yeah because they are doing like a dozen different things here they're doing mm. a Superman sequel they're doing a Batman movie they're doing a Justice League uh, like setup. they're doing a, a Wonder Woman setup, and all this kind of stuff and it just feels like I think it is like a typical kind of rather than being a, 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 a sequel it's a middle film you know it's like Back, yeah. back to the Future Part 2 uh, where it is it's kind of it's dealing with what's gone before and what's coming ahead and it's got to do its own thing as well, and those, that that kind of middle film syndrome, um, I think it it did, it did uh, kind of suffer from. But um, but yeah, I I just yeah I just really enjoyed it, you know, and and stuff like that, and Suicide Squad as well, which is one of those ones where I come out flying out of that movie, thinking that was fantastic, <laughs> and then you go online and everybody hates it, and you're just thinking, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> you know? just think, I'm I'm clearly just. Am I ill or something? Because yeah, you, know, you think I just I thought that was just terrific, and then you know you just think oh well. But like you said before, you just think oh well, fuck it. As long as I enjoyed it, yeah. So what? Yeah. You know, yeah. I win in that case. If exactly. I enjoyed it, and didn't, then I win. I had an extra film <laughs> I really liked in my life. You know, so it's uh, yeah. And then and then by the same token, then you go and see something that um, gets praised to the high heavens. And you go, oh, I, I don't know. 
I didn't really think that was very good, you know. But um, but you know, but you think, well, fuck it. If you enjoy what you enjoy and, and don't what you don't, what freaks me yeah. out? Yeah. Or what um, I, I'm really objective currently is the kind of the thing online where people hate stuff before it even comes out. Yeah. Like, yeah. for example, like, uh, like Batman versus Superman. There was about two years worth of hate for that film bef- yeah. before it was even made. You know, as soon as it was announced. It, it, there was like a wave of negativity towards it, or you know, already, you know. So by the time the film came out, it's like I'm not at home to any kind of criticism now because you've had two two years. Like the same people, you thought, well, you've had two years knocking this on Twitter. Why are you going to see it? You know. Yeah. But, um, and there just seems to be a, a lot of that um, going on where people have decided they're not gonna. Uh, like stuff and they still go and see it. Now I've done it myself with <laughs> um, like Prometheus. No, was it Prometheus Two? The Alien. Oh, Covenant. Yeah, that was the one. Where um, although I felt cheated that because <laughs> I decided not to go and see that because I hated Prometheus. So I thought clearly I'm not going to go and see Prometheus Two. And when they made that, they clearly knew that lots of people were going to feel the same way. So I thought, okay, well, for a start, we're not going to call it Prometheus 2. We're going to call it Alien because those are really popular films and Prometheus wasn't. So we'll, we'll, we'll pretend it's not Prometheus sequel. <laughs> we'll call it Alien. So, um, and then it came out and the reviews were all going, hey, this is quite good, this is. So I thought, oh, well, that's, that's surprisingly good. I was expecting, you know, shit. So I went along to see it and it was garbage. It was shit. It was just as bad as Prometheus <laughs> and it was just Prometheus and it was just poo on a stick. So, uh, and then I felt bad slagging it off because I thought, well, I knew it was going to be shit, but I was tricked into going to see it anyway because the reviews were saying, no, this is this is better than Prometheus was. And I go, yeah, it, arguably it was better than Prometheus, but it still wasn't any good. It was still <laughs> way down the shit end of the spectrum, you know? So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's, I do, yeah, I try to not go and see stuff that I'm, I know it sounds really obvious. I try and not go and see stuff I think I'm going to hate. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's it's a pretty it's, basic thing, but it seems to be a, a concept that a lot of people can't seem to get their heads around. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is why I like, don't understand why people get a bit cross sometimes about people disliking trailers. Because mm. um, somebody had a go at me once about not going to see a movie because I thought the trailer looked 100% not for me. And they yeah. were like, well, how do you know until you've seen the film? And I was like, that's what the trailer's fucking for, mate. Exactly. It's yeah, to entice exactly, me to yeah. see the film. It did not do that, so I'm not going to see the movie. Yeah. Like, that's I, I, that's why there are a thousand trailers for things because they really want you to spend money on seeing it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I had the same thing. I, I saw a trailer for something, whatever it was. I thought, that looks terrible. And I went, well, you can't judge until you see the film. I go, no, that's exactly what the trailer's there for. They want you to look at the trailer and judge it and go, that looks amazing. I'm going to go and see that. Now, if they want you to judge that and go, that looks amazing, I want to go and see that, then the opposite reaction is also valid to look at it and go, I judge that, not very good. I'm not going to go and see it. That's what a fucking trailer's yeah. for. It's, to, it's an advert. It's to make you want to go and see it. That's yeah. its purpose. Yeah. 
I wish so, some trailers yeah. were better at that though, because like I think we yeah. talked before about the Ghostbusters for the yeah. the uh, yeah. the 2016 like Lady Ghostbusters one. Yeah. Um, the trailers for that were absolute dog shite. Yeah. Like whoever made those was fucking clown shoes. Like it just didn't. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't sell the movie as being a good thing at all. And I was already a bit on the fence about it because I wasn't. I wasn't keen on two of the ladies that were cast and I didn't yeah. know the other two from Adam. So yeah. I was like, well, I'm not invested in this in any real way. And then that trailer came out and I was like, Bleh. but I mostly went to see it because I wanted it to do well just to annoy all the men's rights activists who were trying to boycott <laughs> yeah. it. It was like, yeah. oh, it's not my Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, no, let's make this loads of money. And it turned out to be a really fucking good movie, actually. Like, yeah. I, I mean, genuinely yeah. adore that film. Mm. I, 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 I didn't enjoy it as much as you did, but I thought it was okay. And I certainly yeah. um, expected it to be, you know, awful. And I, I went basically on the um, – because I didn't I don't like Paul Feig. I didn't like – the yeah. two actresses I knew who were in it, I wasn't particularly keen on. Melissa McCarthy, I didn't like at all in anything I'd seen her in. Um, so it, it was all really racked against it. It was one of those ones, again, where I just decided it's not for me. It was off my radar, so it wasn't like I was slugging it off every ten minutes. It was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've, I've seen the trailer, don't like the look of it, not keen on the the writer director. It all strikes against it, really. So I just, it's just, it's just won't be on my, you know, my list to go and see. And then it got some, you know, got decent reviews, and there was a lot of, you know, really positive word of mouth on Twitter and stuff. Uh, so I think I just went. I think it was like on impulse. I just thought, well, fuck it, I'm just going to have to go. And give it a go if it's if it's that decent, you know. And uh, it's, it was good. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was amazing, you know. But like I'm coming at it from a different perspective, you know. As a guy, you know, the fact that it's it's an all female cast doesn't resonate with me as much as it would with you or or, or some of my other female friends, you know. It's a I'm coming from a different angle. But um, yeah, but I've got my my Ghostbusters, you know. So the, any, whether this is any good or not, it's all just gravy, you know. So uh, and I enjoyed it. There's there's stuff about it, yeah. Um, I didn't think worked terribly well. I think it lost gas like about halfway through, you know. But um, it was certainly a hell of a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be, and I enjoyed it a hell of a lot more than I thought I would, which is which puts it in the in the win column for me, you know. But uh, but and, and you know as long as other people enjoy it, then that's cool and groovy, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't take it as a personal affront if a film is made that isn't a hundred percent just for me, you know? I mean I it's... the way I the way I look at sort of trailers is in three ways. Either I'll see a trailer and I go, Nope. Um or I do a trailer and go, Okay, that's you know, that's really good. It takes a lot I mean, I need to preface this with a, it takes a lot for me to go to the cinema nowadays. Mm-hmm. It takes mm-hmm. a lot. Um, because I know at the back of my mind that I can just wait three months for something and I can watch it in the comfort of my own home without a load of annoying people around me making noise. Um, so it takes a you know it takes a lot for me to go to the cinema. Um, so it's either as I said no right just right out no I'm not going to watch this film or it's uh, okay this looks I need to go to the cinema see this film it just looks like a cinema film or it's kind of like yeah it looks alright actually I I might check that out on DVD or actually it's four because there's the other one which is like I'll just wait until it ends up on some sort of streaming service for free like Netflix mm. or something like that and I'll just pop it on um, and you're right that is that is the purpose of a trailer but for me if it's in that sort of genre that I like um, 
a trailer would have to be really pretty bad for me to not want to check it out if, the, <laughs> if I like the premise of something as well. Yeah. Um, but, but when I say check it out, that's a sliding scale of, of, of the amount of commitment I'm prepared to put into it. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, like the Ghostbusters, I saw the trailers. I didn't think the trailers were as bad as everyone else did. I just thought they were just pretty standard trailers, like hitting those notes that a trailer would hit. I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. Um, and but it just didn't it didn't grab me in any shape or form from the point of view of saying I want to I want I have to see this in the cinema. It didn't completely turn me off it to sort of go I don't want to see this at all. Um, I was interested. To, I'm always interested when they do reboots and stuff. Um, I want to automatically go. I'm not going to go and see. It. I'm, no, I'm never going to watch that because it's a reboot. And all that. But I'm always interested to see how they approach it does will it work and stuff like that and you know um so i ended up i think we watched it like on, on dvd and stuff and uh, i think i said about it earlier it was okay yeah i enjoyed it it was all right i enjoyed it and i don't even think for me it wasn't even about the fact that it was um an all an all female cast or an all male cast i had no i was indifferent to the director guy I like Melissa McCarthy. That's me, you know. Um, so, you know, um, that didn't bother me. That who did casted it didn't bother me at all. Um, if I had to pick one of my two of my issues with it, I had to kind of pick was one because we kind of live in this sort of CG world now, where if it's kind of CG, there was less practical effects. Yeah. So when they have. Okay, I'm being careful now, but there's a, obviously there's a big climactic fight that happens, and it's all pretty much CG. Um, so for me, there was no, I didn't, I wasn't that excited by that, you know. Um, I like when because I think with like the first Ghostbusters, it's got nothing, and it, this has got nothing to do with the characters. This is just the film itself. The way the first Ghostbusters was framed, it there was humour in it. But it it really had that kind of end of the world stuff, and I always remember there's a bit in Ghostbusters where they're, they're they're kind of driving down the main street and stuff, and they've got the police are in front of them, and every, all the crowds there, and everyone's trying Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. And when I saw it in the cinema, everyone was trying Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, and then they have an earthquake, and it's like a very practical earthquake. The ground cracks, and they fall into uh, you know, and things are falling, and it was just for me when they had that when we got to that climax in this Ghostbusters movie. It, it, for me, other than one sequence, it just didn't really... I didn't really feel any sense of stakes to it. I didn't really feel mm. like the world was in any kind of danger whatsoever. Mm. Th- that, that's just my take on it, you know. But mm. up until that point, actually, I was I was really enjoying the film, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. The only thing I wasn't 100% keen on was the cameos from the previous Ghostbusters. Yes, that's yeah. what I was... Especially Bill Murray. Yeah. Like, I, th- I was like, I feel like you need to divorce yourself, actually. If you're going to be a straight-up reboot, rather than it being, like, you know, 20 years in the future and these are the new Ghostbusters, if it's going to be a full-on reboot so Ghostbusters haven't actually existed before these four women form that group, then mm. I don't need... I, I thought the little nod to Harold Ramis was nice, having that bust at the university. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, like, I didn't... I didn't. I especially didn't need Bill Murray being a fairly big thing in it, like... Mm. It didn't... I think the problem with it was that... There was... To me, there's no point having cameos of the actors of the Ghostbusters unless they're going to be the Ghostbusters. Yeah. 
like passing the torch. Or yeah. Something. yeah, yeah. If you're gonna do that, like in the Star Wars films, you know, it, it's like having Luke Skywalker, but he's just a bloke in a bar. Yeah. Played by Mark mm-hmm. Hamill. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 it does nothing for me. Whereas if they were playing, and I'm not necessarily saying that's what they should have done. Mm-hmm. You could have quite happily not had them in the film whatsoever and that film would have worked just as well. Yeah. Mm. But I think if you wanted to go the whole hog and you're paying the money to get them in, then I would have preferred to have them as Ghostbusters, like you say, passing the torch. They're, even like they're retired or they're like professors or something like that. Yeah. And they have to go out and get new people, however you want to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it just didn't didn't need it. I don't yeah. think it spoiled the film, but it just no, didn't need oh it. Oh, God, no, I, I adored that film. I thought, um, I think the thing is for me, and like Lee was saying, it very much struck a chord for me to see four women who had very distinct personalities mm-hmm. who were in scientific, important, intelligent jobs being badasses, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and varying degrees of badass. Like, because um, I've talked about it before, and like you were saying earlier, I really hate this like, trope of the strong female character, in inverted commas, because the the idea that that being weak in any way is a is a terrible thing is stupid mm, mm. um and also no no strong person is strong all the time yeah and and, yeah. and it also doesn't mean that every female every strong female character should be the same like i've talked about it loads on the podcast before so i won't go too deep into it but i think like one of stephen moffat's big problems with doctor who is that all of his women are the same and yeah they are quite good female characters in the sense that they are quite well-rounded and Mm. you know they are a bit sassy and they can like you know hold a gun or whatever they are also like you could you could totally interchange amy pond river song clara and sally sparrow and it wouldn't matter Mm. to the stories that were happening yeah they're all the same woman yeah um and that's stephen moffat's you know strong female character template as it were um, so that's why I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Ghostbusters and that's one of the reasons why Wonder Woman actually made me cry because it was amazing to see a woman you know being a badass out on the battlefield but then also having like such high levels of compassion yeah. for other people and empathy I was yeah. like those aren't traits you usually see together in women in films because yeah. you don't often get to know the women <laughs> that yeah. well yeah. enough to see them Um so I just yeah I'm sorry I'm ranting now no, I'm not no. feminist because I was going to say <laughs> yeah you know, I'm it's my cause but it's something that kind of bothered me and I know there was a bit of a backlash, backlash and I didn't get involved in it but it was something that I kind of could understand why people were saying what they were saying even though there's a kind of argument against it and that was um, the Leslie Jones character yeah she was like um, the, the, she was a black woman in it and it was the fact that you kind of it, it mirrored the original Ghostbusters so much in the fact that you had the the three white women were all scientists. Yeah. And mm. then you had the black woman who kind of worked on the trains and was sassy about new stuff. Yeah. And it was kind of like in the original Ghostbusters. She knows New York. Yeah. You had the three scientists um, who are white and then you put in Ernie Hudson who was the black Ghostbuster yeah. who was kind of, he was like the workman-like guy and a bit sassy, yeah. you know. And um, it was a bit of a backlash to that because they were kind of saying, well, why couldn't she have been one a of the scientists scientist and stuff yeah. like that. And Leslie yeah. Jones, who, who'd kind of, you know, she she came out and sort of defended it and stuff. And actually, there's arguments to it both ways. Um, and, you know, at least she at least she got more, like, on the posters and stuff like that. Because I remember when the Ghostbusters came out, 
as a kid, um, you wouldn't have known there was a black guy in Ghostbusters unless you went no. to see Ghostbusters. He feels like an afterthought in the Cause, movie. Because he's not in any of the posters. He wasn't in any of the posters yeah. um, yeah. or anything like that. It's only when you go to see the movie. And um, I remember, I think it was an interview of Ernie Hudson I read somewhere that originally he had this kind of much deeper backstory where he was like, he was like in the military and stuff. Mm. And that's why he kind of got involved and whatever. To be honest, I loved his character. I thought his character worked really well because he brought that kind of, he kind of grounded it a bit. He's the, he's the yeah. everyman you can relate to. Yeah, yeah. But I think when you when they did this new Ghostbusters, it was, that, that for me was kind of like you had a chance to kind of change it up a bit. It didn't have yeah. to be that, that much of a slave to what this other film did. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so that for me, and I'm, I'm, you know, as Stacey said, as a woman, she took some, but as a, as someone who's black, that's what I took from it was a kind of yeah. like, you've literally just done a very similar character. It's just mm-hmm. that now she's a woman. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that for me was kind of like, it would have been so cool if you'd done the same thing had the full moon but it just so it happened that she was actually a scientist yeah. and actually one of them worked on the trains do you know what I mean and it would have yeah. changed up for me and I would have I would have liked that um, but like I said as I said I I enjoyed it there were some good sort of one liners some good cracks in it and stuff like that um, and I, I I didn't get I just didn't get the backlash mm. but I never the, do I mean the backlash a lot of it was precious man babies Mm, upset yeah. that we were playing with that that women were playing with their toys and it's that thing. <laughs> it's, it's that it's that thing and i can't i can't think who said this i don't know if it was Ray, raymond chandler or i don't know i think i don't know if it was him and we were, they were talking about when um they adapted the maltese falcon as a film or something i could be getting this completely wrong could be completely wrong character but um and I was saying, like, what do you think about the fact they're adapting your film and your book and aren't you worried about how people are going to perceive it? And he was like, no. He said, look on that shelf over there. He said, that's my book over there. Mm. That's, it's still there. You know, and that's how I look at reboots and stuff like that, in that even if I don't like it, even if I think it's a bad idea, I know that I can still... So I had this conversation with someone. If, some, if they decided to reboot my favourite film, they decided to, to remake Rays of Lost Ark, I personally, and I'm saying this as a massive indie fan, I wouldn't lose my shit because at the end of the day, I can go home and watch Razor Lost Ark any time I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You this, know. It, this is yeah. an argument I had actually with a with a, a Ghostbusters Windy Man baby online when he would keep kept trying to argue with me. You know, it's ruined. It's ruined Ghostbusters now. Like it's literally ruined it. And I was like, did a woman come to your house and set fire to all the copies of fucking Ghostbusters? One, like, did she come in and snap the DVDs and, like, stamp on them? No, you've mm. still got those there to watch. You don't even have to come anywhere near this movie if you don't want to. Yeah. Just let the people that want to enjoy this movie enjoy this movie. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to put any money towards it. You don't have to ever see it. It doesn't have to impact your life whatsoever. Mm. But he was like, no, it's ruining my childhood. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, mate. I don't know how you can... Come on, guy, did you not see Ghostbusters? <laughs> did that not ruin it enough? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind Ghostbusters. See, I, too. I don't mind Ghostbusters. It had a good too. song, I forgot how it goes now, but the song in it was actually pretty good. Oh, I wish I could remember it. The Bobby Brown one. I don't know, yeah. I, might, I might have to Google it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's have a go. Right. Um, yeah, I think the thing about remakes and reboots is, 
if they're good, then that's great because yeah. more good movies is always a good thing. If it's bad, it disappears and you forget about it. Like I completely forgot there was a, a RoboCop remake, you know, because it came yeah. out, yeah. Shit, it disappeared. And then you go, oh, well, shit, yeah, it was that Total Recall remake as well. That's kind yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you forget about it. They come, they, they come <laughs> and they go, you know? Yeah. And I've, I've seen... I've seen neither of those films because I had yeah. no interest in them. So I just, I just yeah. didn't, I, I've not seen them anywhere. I, I just thought, oh, I'm not interested. I yeah. didn't bother. I watched Total Recall um, because, I mean, to, it's it's going to, this is going to sound really pathetic, but as terrible as Arnold Schwarzenegger is, so his movies are some of my favourite ones. Like Predator is mm. one of my favourite movies. It's an awesome Commando's movie. an awesome movie. awesome movie. The Running Man is legitimately probably my favourite sci-fi movie ever made. <laughs> Fucking love The Running Man. It's yeah. ludicrous and brilliant. Um... Mm. Trying to think what else. No, Total Recall is fucking fantastic. Terminator. Mm. Like, yeah. he's got actually like a bunch of like really good movies under his belt. And yeah. um, so I, want, I wanted to watch Total Recall just because I was interested to see. Total Recall is one of those films where, as much as I love it, I do think the prosthetics and animatronics and stuff in it have dated quite yeah. badly. Right. Um, to, the, to the point that some of them are like actually laugh out loadable like mm. you just see them and you're like what even am I looking at <laughs> um <laughs> so I was interested because I thought oh this could be a really good thing actually to update this movie yeah but like Colin Farrell he's so hit and miss with me like he's yeah he, it, like in Bruges is one of my favorite movies of all time I would probably yeah. put it in my top five movies yeah it is absolutely fucking phenomenal that movie but then and he's brilliant in it but then, like you know, like phone booth exists, and like and <laughs> like this booth. version of Total. Recall. I like I like phone booths. <laughs> I'm weird. not having a film that takes place entirely in a fucking phone booth. I'm not having it. No, <laughs> it's in the title. Just no, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know what I was expecting, but <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be the skyscraper for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's not man in phone booth for for two minutes, then he goes out for a walk. Might get shot. I, I'd be Dude. so pissed off. Is that what it was? If I'd have gone to see yeah. phone booth and he's in that phone booth for two seconds and then he goes off and goes <laughs> driving through the desert, I'd have I'd have been outraged. I'd have torn up, torn up the cinema seats. Yeah, <laughs> right there with you. But uh, but yeah, yeah but I, I, I know. What you mean. I mean, to be fair, Total Remake, uh, Total Recall Remake isn't awful. It's okay. It's just a bit dull, isn't it? It's just, it's just a bit standard. It's I mean, it'll, you watch it when it's on TV, and you go, "Well, that's fine. That past two hours, that was enjoyable." They do, you know, the effects are pretty neat. The world they've created is really nice, um, and they, they do one really nice thing with the plot in that they combine the from the original. They combine the wife and the bounty hunter characters into one character, which actually works really well narratively to have those two characters be the one character because in the original. You know, Sharon Stone's character gets, you know, bumped off, and then you've got Michael Ironside. It's nice to have both those actors in a film, but it works really nice to have those because it gives the wife a more meatier role uh, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so so it, it's got that going for it, but it's, it's fine, it's okay, it's not something you're going to get go nuts over or get upset over, but it's it's okay, and it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't take away from, you know, the Schwarzenegger one at all. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's remakes come and reboots come, and they they'll either stick around or they won't. You know, either way, it's um, 
I'm le- I'm less bothered by a by a dodgy remake than I am by a dodgy sequel. Um, I'll find that a dodgy sequel like Speed Two kind of ruins Speed <laughs> for me. Cruise control. Cruise control. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I found I couldn't oh. go back and watch Speed for a long time after Speed Two came out. <laughs> left a bad taste. Mm. You know. Yeah, I it's can like, see Sandra, that. I what can... were you thinking? But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but, it's, but at a certain point you go back and you go, oh yeah, speed speed's a pretty fucking nice film, yeah. you know. And you just and then you just forget about, oh yeah, there was a fucking sequel that had nothing to do with anything, you know. But uh, and 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 I think um, so. Not many people know this, but it's kind of like so. There's a film called. You look it up, anyone who's listening. There's a film called I believe it's called Secret of the Incas. Right. And it stars mm-hmm. Charlton Heston, right? Now, oh, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you were to, yeah, if you Google that and you see the picture that comes up, you tell me that's not Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that that film was in the fifties, and there's even yeah. a sequence in that film where he kind of goes into a chamber, a bit like the Will of the Souls, where he's got a kind of there's like um, it's not like a sun, the sun's ray. It's almost like the shadow of the sun, and it kind of casts the light somewhere, and that shows mm-hmm. him like where this temple is and stuff like that. It, and there's a dude in there who's kind of all dressed in white like Belog, you know, so you could you could make the argument that that, that Raiders of the Lost Dark is a reboot of mm. Secret of the Incas mm-hmm. you know, so oh, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff like that, I mean if you watch Jaws, I watch, I mean I watch you know, Jaws is an amazing film, it's a masterpiece right, and then mm. I watch um, the original Creature from the Black Lagoon, right 1950s, black and white and you realise that Spielberg's literally lifted shots out of Creed from the Black Lagoon for Jaws. Some of the, like the swimming shots with the girl at the start were, and, and all that kind of stuff, they're almost shot for shot from Creed from the Black Lagoon. You know, it's incredible. So, like, you know, it, it, I, I think nothing's 100% original. There's always something. And people seem to go nuts if they find out that, um, and, and they start screaming play, plagiarism if, if somebody's borrowed a scene from... Um, like there was, there was a big fuss a while back about um, the, the the Imperial March from Star Wars is actually a piece of music that's inspired from the theme to Ice Cold in Alex. If you watch Ice Cold in Alex, they are uh, the ah. old um, John Mills World War Two movie in the desert. The opening yeah. couple of that is the Imperial March. The, the theme music for that is the Imperial March, and they just took that out. And expanded it, and I think, and I don't think that's plagiarism. I don't think it's uh, theft or crim- evil or anything like that. It's it's inspiration. It's taking that sort of stuff out, you know. And similarly, yeah. uh, I was watching 1941, Spielberg film 1941, and oh, yeah. the main theme for that, which I love, is actually they they took a, a single bar of music at the Great Escape score and just expanded that into the whole into the main theme. It's it's really bizarre. Amazing thing to see, really, that they can take inspiration from just a, a few notes from a, from another film and just expand on into another and a whole new piece of work. You know, it's just incredible stuff to see. But there's still, I mean, I think all artists, you know, steal from or take inspiration from from what's come before. You know, it's it's, it's how it works. You know, it's, that's how I think artists and, and, and people just process stuff. You know, if they don't see something. Little little set seed in their in their imagination, and it'll it'll sprout, you know, decades later or whatever, you know, whether they're aware of it or not, you know. 
think, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, hello? Oh no, don't start this again. I was going to say, you You're sound like a, an yes. underwater robot, so that's probably a good time to round this off anyway, since we've gone a little over schedule into uh, Mike's big quiz. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know what people can hear via Mixler, but if you're able to give your contact details, Lee, before you go, if people would like to follow you. I can't understand what you're saying. Oh, no. All right, well... Okay, I'm going to message you. I'm going to go. <laughs> Love you, though. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Thanks, Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to message you when I'm smooch. Bye. Wasn't that? Because that started to go funny when you switched that on. I know it's weird, but I don't see how the heating coming on would fuck up. But is that is that wireless? I don't know. I assume I assume so because it's. I don't know. I don't know how to manually put on the heater though. So. No, because that, that's probably a wireless furnace. That I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna. Cl I'm gonna quit Skype while we're doing this because we don't need it for. Good idea. Mike's big sexy quiz, and hopefully by the time it, uh, we get it back on, it'll. Um, Mike, do you know what you missed while you were upstairs? Um, I have an idea. I had a look at the website, and oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah. Not not only that though, but also the microphone died. Oh no. <laughs> So, so, so during the lead up to uh, Stacey's Pop Culture Parlor Live yeah. Three, we've had uh, two laptops die, a computer throw a hissy fit, a soundboard not work, Skype be an absolute mega dick, and uh, and a microphone die. So that's got to be it now, surely. <laughs> oh no, I'm touching all the wood. Touch another word, sorry. Um, before just before we launch into your quiz, yes, we need paper and a pen. Yes, uh, but also on top of on top of those things, um, I just want to give out the details for donating again. Mm -hmm. So if you would like to give us some dosh, please do so at justgiving.com forward slash spcp live three. Uh, you can also donate via text uh, by texting spcp nine zero. Uh, to and your amount obviously <laughs> to seven double zero seven zero.